Good day, everybody, and welcome to One Life Live It podcast. My name is Steve Callahan, and I am your host, and we are on episode 10. Episode 10. Absolutely fantastic. I'm so blessed that you are here with us today, uh, this Wednesday, and I hope you're enjoying. hope you're enjoying Regatta Day. For those of you around the world who do not know what Regatta Day is, it is the oldest sporting event in North America in the oldest city in North America, which is the great St. John's of the tropical island of Newfoundland. So wherever you may be too, I'm so thankful that you have uh, joined us today and hope you have a great day. Um, first of all, I want to say a little shout out to a uh, good friend, Coy Crocker, former Flat Rock Flyer, but um, for inviting me to uh, speak this week at the Danny Cleary Hockey School in Paradise. And it was absolutely a great time to be able to speak to all ages of kids. We spoke about the theme of now, no opportunity wasted. And uh, I really like that because I'm gonna touch on, I'm gonna share with you today, just a couple of stories. Uh, a couple of stories that may resonate with you that we might be able to tie in together, but so blessed and thanked that uh, I had the opportunity to speak at the uh, Danny Cleary Hockey School. That was a great event uh, to be able to see the kids getting back on the ice. And not only that, being able to, uh, to speak with passion about not only the game I love so much, but uh, obviously the opportunities that it gives us in life. So I'm going to share a couple of stories with you, uh, wherever you may be listening or watching this too. And I hope, again, like I mentioned, that they, they trigger something within you. I've always said, uh, I'm not here to uh, inspire or press upon you, but I'm here to impress upon you. Uh, the importance of that. So we are in the middle of the dog days of summer. Now, what is that? We've heard it said so many times before, and is that really about a, a panting dog or whatever that may be? But we are in the middle of what's known as the dog days of summer. That's a period from July 3rd to August 11th. That's what's referred to as the dog days of summer. Now, where'd the term come from? Uh, what does it have to do? Does it really have to do with dogs? And I'll probably explain a little, but we often hear of the dog days of summer, but few know what the expression means. Uh, some say it signifies hot, sultry days, not fit for a dog. Um, others suggest it's the weather in which dogs go mad. Uh, the dog days of summer describes the most oppressive period of summer between July 3rd and August 11th each year. Now, where'd the term come from? That's the, that's the biggest thing. And I want to tie this into, again, missed opportunities, life itself, uh, and time, and how important really, truly that is. So what does this have to do with dogs? Because I know you're asking, what's it have to do with dogs? The phrase is actually referenced to the fact that during this time, the sun occupies the same region of the sky as Sirius. Now, the brightest star, which is visible from any part on Earth and part of the constellation Canis Major, the greater dog. This is why Sirius is sometimes called the dog star. So in the summer, Sirius rises and sets from the sun on July 23rd. Specifically, it is in conjunction with the sun. And because the star is so bright, the ancient Romans believed it actually gave off heat and added to the sun's warmth. Accounting for the long stretch of sultry weather, they referred to this time as Dies Canicotelerae, or dog days. I love that. So thus the term of the dog days of summer, which means the 20 days before and the 20 days after this alignment of Sirius with the sun. I think it means a lot more. 
And that's something that I kind of wanted to share with you today. And I'm going to tie that in with another story as well. But the dog days of summer, really, it's a period marked by lethargy, inactivator, indolence. It's a time of laziness. Now, look, we get some really brutal winters across North America, and especially here in Canada. But it's, and, and I get it, it's time to enjoy the summer and get out there and enjoy things and that. But I think it's something just to keep in mind that really as time flows by and our lives flow by and the calendars flow by, that we don't get caught up in the era of distraction, in the time of distraction, um, in the sultry dog days of summer. And we don't get marked by laziness, inactivity, uh, or uninspiration. See, there's good and bad to this. There's going to be some people that follow. There's going to be some people that lead. And then there's going to be some people that are going to wonder what happened. Um, and they may be the ones that will get caught up in the dog days. I don't want that for you. I really don't want that. I want this for your one life to be absolutely, truly amazing. So I want you to be just aware of that. I want you to enjoy your summer. But I also want you to just think about that. Think about that in your personal life. Think about that in your family life. Think about that in your business life or whatever that may be. I'll share some stats with you. Think about this. During these times, these times of great momentum that we have as we're, as we're, you know, as we're zooming right into our summer, those incredible, incredible moments, there's a 20% decline in workplace productivity. There's a 19% drop in employee attendance. Now, I know that the world has changed and we may not ever go back. But just think about those numbers during these times of the year. There's this 13% time increase for project completion. Think about that. Maybe you're running a business. Maybe you're running a company. Maybe you're in these positions all over the world and you're wondering, why is my production or why is my own personal activity going down during these times? It's just something to truly just be aware of. 2.6 times longer lunch hours. That's it's understandable. You're going to go on a deck. You're going to have a nice food. You're going to enjoy people. Are going to enjoy the sun. But again, these are just things to become aware of, because not only do we come into the dog days of summer, but we've got to come out of them as well. And then we either know whether we're going to have a great fall, or we're just going to have fall greatly. Think about that. It's a couple more. Listen to this: two hundred percent increase in shopping during work hours. During work hours. During productivity. 120% increase in employees searching for another job during this time. Imagine if you're the CEO of a company and you're hearing these numbers right now. Or imagine, just think about it, if you're the CEO of your own life and you're hearing these stats, as I just share with them right now. It's just something to think about. But these truly are the dog days of summer as to which we are uh, currently in right now. Understand that. So that's the one story I want you to think about. I'm just here to share that, to kind of give you that life nudge uh, that we're all kind of looking for. The other story is something that, um, that I want to see tied in with all of this, but I want you to think about it. Have you ever been on the pip? Be honest. Have you ever went to school and went on the pip? Now, I'm not going to give my age away, but I graduated from high school in 1989. I don't want you to get the calculator out, but I want you to think about something. Back then, that was a saying, you know, you called in sick or you, 
skipped a day at school. You went on what was called the pit. Where did that come from? Have you ever asked yourself, where did that expression come from? Well, I'm going to share that with you. Um, Wally Pipp was baseball's answer to Rodney Dangerfield. Now, I don't have to explain Rodney Dangerfield, but I'll just le let it slide with there. You can go to YouTube for that one. And nearly 100 years past his prime, he still gets no respect. That ties him to Rodney Dangerfield. The mention of Wally Pipp conjures visions of laziness, and fake headaches and calling in sick. Now I'll get somewhere with this. As in the guy that pipped out, he's not coming to work, skip school, or he's pulling a Wally. Translated loosely, means he's a couch potato slacking off again. See, Wally Pip is the guy that lost his job to Lou Gehrig, who just happens to be the greatest first baseman in baseball history. But Pip was hardly a slouch in the field. He, he was rarely off the field, missing just a handful of games in the previous four seasons before Garrick took his job in 1925. In fact, listen to this, Wally Pipp, because I want you to think about your own life. And I want you to think about the opportunities that come your way every day. And whether you're grasping them or whether you're getting ready to call in sick or take a day off. Now, life's meant to be lived. I get that. And I know it's a great summertime, but I just want you to accept this life nudge. Wally Pipp anchored the Yankee pennant winners in 1922, 1922, and the championship team in 1923, the Yankees' first World Series championship. He was coming off a career year in 1924. He hit 295, nine home runs, and 114 RBIs, and American League leading 19 triples. It's an incredible, incredible baseball player. Incredible. And at the close of play on June 2nd, 1925, the Yankees found themselves in seventh place in the 18, I'm sorry, 18 American League, league 13 and a half games behind the first place, Philadelphia Athletics. But then Lou Gehrig took over. And let me explain this. So as the story, as the story goes, Wally Pitt told Yankee manager Miller Huggins that he had a headache. He basically called him sick. He told him he couldn't play. He had a headache. So the manager, Miller Huggins, called up a player known as Lou Gehrig, who had pinch hit for the Yankee shortstop Pee Wee Wanager the previous day to start his famous consecutive game streak and he didn't sit down for nearly 15 years, 2,130 games later. Wally Pitt called in sick and Lou Gehrig took his place. And Wally Pitt never played first base for the New York Yankees again. Now, we're in the dog days of summer and Wally Pitt had a choice. You know, he had a solid career. It was an amazing career. And he was hardly a deadbeat. But he lost his job because he called in sick. And somebody else took advantage of that and took advantage of that opportunity. See, that's life. And that's how we need to really, truly embrace the time and the opportunities that we get. 
How do you relate that to your job? How do you relate that to your career, school, family, relationships, you and your dreams? Are you caught now in the dog days? Are you getting ready tomorrow? Are you playing the regatta roulette? Are you wondering why somebody's getting ahead and you're just not? Are you on the pip? Really? See, there's always someone waiting to step in and take your place. Now, you might say that's okay in your career, but let's not make that happen in our relationships. When should you tell somebody that you love them? Before someone else tells them. You're only as good as your last game and you got to keep playing this game of life. You really do. See, there's two people are watching you every time that you play the game. One for the first time, one for the last. And you don't ever want to let any one of those down, truly. So don't call in sick. Don't do that to yourself. You know, don't make this one life that much more of a missed opportunity. See, the only thing we can ask for in life is an opportunity. So I'm going to ask for you, don't go on the pip. Don't go on the pip of life. Don't do that to yourself. I want you to think of life as chains of opportunities. If you think of each opportunity as a necessary link to a better one, you'll begin to take each small opportunity very seriously and truly live a life of now. No wasted opportunity. And no opportunity wasted, truly. These are the great times. These are the times that we should be living. See, you'll discover that the most powerful moment in your life is when you accept responsibility for your actions and be accountable for them, including your mistakes. It's a powerful feeling and sense of identity when you stand up and say, I'm the person in control of my decisions, both the good and the bad. I alone can control the direction of my life. I alone. So powerful. Don't call in sick. Don't waste this one life that we get. It's truly, truly a blessing. See, I get asked all the time, why does one life mean? And as I've said before, time and time again, it's waking up one day, the day before you die, and realizing that you gave it your all. The parent the parenting of your children, the creation of your dreams, the building of your craft, the philanthropy of your life. It's just all in, in theory, strategy, execution, and emotion. One life, live it. I'm so blessed that you got to spend this time with us today. We are at episode 10. And we're continuing to be life nudging across all of the world. It's incredible the community that's being created right now. And I'm so blessed that you've been able to join us. Continue to do that. Continue to be the life nudgers that you are. And I'm going to ask that you please like, share, and subscribe at any time. We would be truly blessed if you did so. We are live on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, and iHeartRadio. And we hope that you live truly this one life. <laughs>